All right, my friend. You're welcome again to Bashir Ibrahim Podcast, and I'm still your host, Bashir Ibrahim. Um, in our last episode, we talked about writing, and we actually talked about an aspect of writing, which is uh, essay writing, which is what everyone has to do in their day-to-day activities. So today, we're talking about speech writing and speech making. So before we go deep into today's episode, kindly give me a subscription and share this uh, podcast to your friend on Instagram and every other social media platform so they can actually learn from it. Alright, so let's go. So, when we talk about speech writing and making, I think the productive aspect of language, that is, writing and speaking a reflection of person's mastery of a language, a communicative skill that involves these two aspects of language is speech writing and speech making. So, speech writing can just be defined as the art of graphically representing one's thought. Speech making, on the other hand, is the formal or informal address conveyed to an audience which can be rehearsed, impromptu, or read from a manuscript. It can thus be inferred from the above that speech writing and making involve both written and oral aspect of language. Speech writing and speech making are cognitive arts that require mastery and research. So, we'll, what we'll be talking about today, we'll, we'll put our efforts to gear towards uncovering the intricacies of rhetoric and speech writing in order to encourage their mastery. Alright, so let's go straight into today's content. That's just an introduction to what we'll be learning today. So, let's go. Speech are classified based on the speaking occasion or the actual situational context. And broadly, speeches can be categorized into formal and informal varieties. And an example of a formal speech include uh, an academic discourse, a job interview, presidential debate, and so on and so forth like that, which like is in a formal setting. It's in a formal setting where everyone has to like stay in a formal way. That is why it is called a formal speech. And example of informal speeches are just like the wedding speeches we make in our wedding, the social media chat room discourse. Uh, marriage, uh, married couple discourse, colloquial discourse, such as street talk. Let me just put that. Let me start a gist and stuff like that. So, and speech has chain race and their functions. And it is a known fact that people do not speak in void, and that people are used to perform certain actions. It is very important to identify the goals you want to achieve before seeking, selecting the type of speech to be used. All right. So let's just discuss about some functional type of speech writing and making. Or uh, making, all right. So uh, number one is the informative speech. We have the informative speech. This type of speech seeks to inform the audience on issues, processes, events, concepts, and objects unknown or clear to them. So this ensures that the audience gets clear and credible information. And a good informative speech must be devoid of abstractions and too many technical terms. And it is very important that the knowledge of the audience should not be overestimated and the subject of the speech must be related directly to the audience by personalizing idea. So let me I think an example of an informative speech should be the role of Nigerians in the 2019 general elections. So you are trying to like inform those that you are telling you, which is your audience, about the roles of Nigeria, trying to inform them about the roles Nigerians take part in the 2019 general election. So that is what we know about like the informative speech. So we move on to the persuasive speech. Um, the chief uh, aim of this type of speech is just to like convince the listener or audience to support or believe the points being pushed 
by the speaker and this requires the speaker to engage and sustain the attention and the interest of the audience so he or she is expected to like provide logical explanations that do not in any way insult or discredit the audience and this type of speech is used by crusaders of um, specific causes to either gain passive agreement or trigger immediate action from the audience and this speech can be formal or informal and its style is usually argumentative so an example of an argumentative speech or persuasive speech is uh, let me just the increment of workers minimum wage and its effect on national development so that is just like an example is it good to like increase the wage of the workers or decrease it so that is just like a persuasive you are trying to like persuade your audience to actually agree to what you're trying to say to them all right so another example is the another function general function is the entertainment speech a speech that is uh satirical often tends to entertain once it is satirical it entertains so the aim of this type of speech is to simulate the humor sense of the audience while uh, covertly criticizing any societal ill the speaker decides to bring to fall. So this type of speech is usually given at comic monologue and weddings, etc. like that. And speeches that aim to amuse people through illustrations, stories, jokes, etc. are entertainment speeches. They they bring the mood, they trigger the happy mood of the audience. Like for example, uh, a funny speech, a stand-up comedy, stuff like that. So which is and this type of speech is usually short and can be categorized as an informal speech. So another function is the and the genres of speech is the demonstrative speech. So some speeches are aimed at giving vivid description of things or concepts. And this type of speech can be facilitated via the use of visual hits and even audio recordings. So a speech that performs this function is known as demonstrative speech. So this type of speech educates the, the audience and it is usually expository in nature. So an, an example of a demonstrative speech is how to make an, uh, what's very popular, I think autogeli, let me just say autogeli, which is like, autogeli is something like uh, the kind of air tie that has been made already. So how to make an autogeli. This is an example of speech that can either be formal or informal. So you are trying to like describe how a process is, how autogeli is made and the process. All right, so another genre and their function is the commemorative speech. Uh, yeah, a commemorative speech is a testimonial tribute or praise about a person an organization or an institution and the goal of this speech is to end appreciation of the audience and inspire them to take an action so it's it is to it should be noted that this type of speech goes beyond biography so facts and laudable achievement of the subject or personality should be the point of departure of the speech so in order to steer desirable emotion and respect of the audience so, an example of a commemorative speech includes eulogies, testimonial address, and stuff like that. And we have another one we call the introductory speech. So, this uh, introductory speech, its objective is just to get the audience acquainted, like acquainted with the speaker or an awardee. So, this speech highlights the importance or achievement of the speaker. Uh, is our personal educational background as well as his past and current position or stuff like that so it is important 
to state why the speaker has been selected in order to create a longing for an experience with him or her. So a good introductory speech is usually brief and accurate. So heuristics in speech, composition and stuff like that. So once you're trying to like give an introductory speech, it has to be very, very, very brief and accurate. Alright, so let's move on to the next one, which is like the heuristic in speech writing. So when you talk about heuristic heuristic in speech writing, it's just uh, how speech writing involves the pre-writing stage, the writing stage, and the post-writing stages. So it's just like the steps in speech writing. Alright, so let's just discuss a little bit about the heuristic in the speech writing. So we have the first thing we have is the pre-writing stage. So the writer is just expected to carry out research on the topic he wants or is expected to speak on or right? stuff like that. So at this stage, uh, a good speechwriter brainstorm on how to make uh, how to make his audience think the way he wants them to. So the speechwriter is expected to search for information by carrying out research, interviews and surveys like that. So he won't fuck up or fumble in during his presentation or stuff like that. So and the next stage is the writing stage. And this writing stage is like the main part of writing. So the structure of our scripted speech, like the way you structure the speech or stuff like that. So it has some parts you can divide them to. And I think they are divided into five parts. So the parts are the heading, which is like the title. So it is obligatory for a scripted speech to have a specific title. And the heading must include uh, the subject or topic of the speech which may be omitted in some cases where so the date the venue the occasion or the audience or the audience which uh which may not be included yeah it may not include it so and the name of the person delivery the speech it must be noted that there is no full stop after the title no full stop after the title so for you to like write your heading you need to like take note of the full stop you don't put full stop after the heading of our uh, speech all right so and the next thing after the uh, adding or title we have the I think the salutation yeah the salutation is the next thing so the speaker is expected to like recognize uh, acknowledge and appreciate member of the audience by mentioning them accordingly that is from the most senior to junior in hierarchy so hence a good uh, speech writer should have an idea of the dignitaries that were present at the occasion and it is pertinent that if a speaker notices that an important guest is omitted it is pertinent that Sorry, sorry, it's the is omitted or like when uh, a dignitary is omitted. So the speaker or the script, uh, the script writer should um, acknowledge that person even after he has mentioned those people. So he needs to like acknowledge them to make them because there is no one above mistake or stuff like that. So, so we have um, so the those because everyone has to make mistakes sure so that's just that on the salutation and the next thing is the introduction so this part should be concise and it should be able to draw the attention of the audience that is it should be able to like heighten the interest of the audience in the speech so the introduction should also serve as a preview of the body of the speech so as we said before in the essay writing the introduction also uh, has a very great impact on writing so because in the introduction is the stuff like is what would draw the attention of the audience towards reading the main content of the of the 
of the essay or stuff like that same thing here the introduction is also very important so the introductions of those stuff are the uh, need to be useful devices that can help catch the attention of the audience are uh, reference to the audience reference to the occasion reference to the relationship between the audience and the topic as well as a raising another well raising uh rhetorical questions and telling a joke or giving a anecdote stuff like that so that's just that on introduction i think i've explained that in my previous episode which i think you have listened to and you want to like go more with this episode and the next thing we have is the body which is the fourth thing fourth uh stand in the writing stage fourth part in the writing stage so the body should be written in a way that would ensure the objective of the speech would be easily achievable the body should also be written in clear language and thoughts should be arranged in chronological order the the writer must use uh discourse or transitional markers and or coercive devices to link or connect his thoughts in order to achieve clarity an example of discourse and coercive markers include like expressions such as as well as in order while and in addition to etc ambiguous expressions should be avoided and if they must be used so that's just the body just a brief stuff about the body which is the fourth stage of the writing stage so the last part of the writing stage is just the conclusion yeah the conclusion is very important to speech writing it is not just good to start well but it's better to start well and finish well so the audience should be given clues that their speech is coming to an end and this is and this is effectively done by summarizing the main points in the body of the work and giving a sentence to show the speech is about to be concluded this um this uh concluding paragraph of a speech should end on a very strong note which may include the use of rhetorical question also the popular saying memorable quotes anecdote or proverbs and a good conclusion is also courteous the audience must be appreciated for listening so you need to like appreciate the audience all right that is just that on the second uh stage of the writing the pre-writing and the writing stage all right so speech making is also one of the side of the coin of speech it is the act of delivering an address to an audience the peculiarities of speech making according to Olorun Toba Oju and Alabi in 2013 they include uh, the audience which are the interlocutors the presence or absence if they are present or absent while this uh, delivering speech the audience is often present however in some instance the audience may not be physically present for example in lectures given through virtual means so you need to like those peculiarities of speech making one of them is the audience so you need to like they're very important the audience is very important and another one is the immediacy of feedback so the decoder are able to give immediate elicited or not elicited responses which are like those who decode the message and another one is the locationary range and speech writing generate a vaster vocabulary than speech making impromptu or extempore speeches that is these are uh, uh, there are fewer communicative options in speech making in terms of details precision and coherence compared to writing okay another peculiarity is the performative instability yeah speech making is often ca- uh, characterized with false starts hesitation performance leaps vocabulary and content growth among others 
So the next one is the topic instability. Topics change, of course, a lot in speech making as it is evident in most natural occurring conversations, either in or a conversation or informal discourse. So there is instability in the topic or stuff like that. And another one is the extra linguistic and paralinguistic reinforcement. Nonverbal cues are important aspect of communication, and these cues can be used to substitute, contradict, reinforce, and complement spoken words. So it is thus important for a speaker to constantly maintain eye contact with the audience. Alright, that is just the heuristic in speech making. And we move on to the speech delivery mode, which is like modes you deliver speech. That is the mode in which you deliver your speech. Alright, so let's move on. Our method of speech delivery depends on the audience, the occasion, the context or situation of the speech. So let me just give you uh, some methods in which speech making occurs. Number one, we have the impromptu speech. As the name suggests, this type of speech is um is the is delivered with no false thoughts. You are not told before. You're not told that you're gonna have this kind of speech here. So we just like hello ma, take the mic, now give us a speech, stuff like that. It's impromptu. And according to Ubonga Tonga in nineteen ninety seven, they entails the sudden selection of speakers who may not have the chance of premeditating on uh on what to say that is the speaker finding herself giving a talk or responding to a question without preparation so students are expected to always be ready to engage in this type of speech as they can be called upon by the lecturer to answer questions or defend their submission without prior notice so the speaker here is expected to quickly garner his or her thoughts in a coherent unit in order to have a successful communication and impromptu speech is a good means of evaluating the ability or competence of a person as it is usually spontaneous. So this type of speech, however, tends to lack a coherent or organized structure as speakers engage in it often choose repetitive structures, vocal filters and exterior like that. And another mode of speech making is manuscript speech. So this type of speech occurs in written form. Yeah, manuscript speech is an organized or uh, thought out text. So the written speech has the potential of enhancing vital and accurate information within a given space and time. It also makes rooms for preparation, premeditation, and evaluation of all sides of the subject involved. So manuscript speech has been criticized for being boring as it often disallows the speaker from maintaining long eye contact with his or her audience because once uh, this right there, the speaker has started the speech, he or she would love to like check if what he or she is saying is right so he would there won't be uh, enough eye contact with the with the listener so he does not encourage uh eye contact with the listener so it does it does not also encourage uh form of having diverse stage movements by the speaker which could actually engage the audience and also reduce the distance between the speaker and the audience and another mode is the extemporaneous uh, speech. The extemporaneous speech, yeah. Extemporaneous speech, also known as an extempore, is an act of speaking without a detailed script or note. This type of speech is in between the impromptu and the manuscript speech, as the speaker puts his points down and speaks 
to the point in his own words. So this type of speech engages the attention of the audience more than impromptu speech. It does not only reflect the expertise of the speaker in what he or she is saying, but it also not only it also not flexible give the flexibility in a way that allows the audience to make contribution to what the speaker is saying. And the use of uh, defined speech outlines by speakers can also make the extempor- extemporaneous speech more coherent and guarantees that no point is left out. So the advantage of this type of speech may not be achievable if the vocabulary of the person giving the speech is not wide, as it discourages the use of detailed manuscripts. Then the next one here is the memorized speech. The memorized speech. Um, memorized speech is different from the earlier mentioned ones. This type of speech delivery can be used to get the audience administrations as they can be carried along in fast and coherent lines of thought. With this method, it is easy for an orator to produce his audience into taking a particular line of action even before they have enough time to consider the consequences of such action. Some disadvantages of memorized speech are it does not encourage eye contact which is necessary in order to detect signs of boredom in the audience so the speaker can have a brain block at some point that that he or she is at a risk of forgetting part of the entire speech so it can be time consuming and more effort is needed in committing to have a prepared speech and another mode of speech making is a discussion speech so discussion speech delivery strategy involves deliberation between an anchor person and the interviewers or the, the respondents. So the anchor person raises questions that he or she expects the member of his panel to answer. An example of this type of speech is a lecturer-student interaction in the classroom. So this speech delivery techniques engage the member rapidly. However, since it is usually time-bound, it does not discourage the contributor to give an extensive response, it also allows discourse interruption, which may have an adverse effect on the flow of thought of the respondents or the resources persons or the anchor. Oh, that is just that on the mode of speech making. We talked about five modes of speech rating, which is the impromptu speech, the manuscript speech, the extemporaneous speech, the memorized speech, and the discussion speech. And now we're moving on to the audience analysis. So the decoder of speech are the audience. They're very, very important in a speech making mode because without the audience, you're actually doing everything to avoid. So a successful speech is one which has effectively communicated his intentions to the audience. And it is necessary for a speaker or a writer to have a prior knowledge of his or her audience in order to decide on the best channel of passing his or her goals. So a person delivering an impromptu speech may need to quickly evaluate his audience and carefully select or adjust what he or she say in order to be clear and convincing uh, for the audience. And although we in certain theory identify three types of audience, which are the passerby or drifters audience, the captive or hostage audience, the volunteer audience. So let's take this one after the other. So although we identify three types of audience, I said the passerby, which is this type of audience uh, is not primarily there because of the speech event. Members of the audience who belong to this category are either at the speech event to while away the time or for other personal reasons. 
it is important for the speaker to catch and retain the attention of such people so he won't like keep talking without getting the goal of speech which is the communication part and another uh type of audience identified by Holloway in 2003 is the captive or stage audience a captive audience is one that is forced to be at a speech event an example of an hostage audience includes the secondary school students who are made to listen to a head talk organized for them by their school authorities in conjunction with the national primary head cares agency so the speaker must ensure he or she get the rapt attention of this type of audience because they are actually forced to be there so the speaker must be very very wide you have a wide knowledge about the vocabulary aspects to uh, actually catch the attention of this type of audience and the last type of audience identified by the holo internet theory is the volunteer audience so audience that are intentionally listening to a speech are referred to as volunteer audience they are usually interested in the speech and really complain about an unsuccessful, unsuccessful speech situation and a good orator must ensure that he or she enhance this and sustain the interest of the audience in order to justify their confidence in him or her that is according to Olui. all right so information about the audience can be acquired before the speech situation via tools such as the interviews observation questionnaire and etc like that and the following are the necessary fact about the audience that must be considered before selecting the topic of speech you need to consider some uh fact about your audience so you need to before the topic of the, uh, the style the diction uh the delivery strategies you need to qualify some fact and one of the fact is the psychology of the audience the speaker must consider the emotional state of the audience before delivering the speech it will be very inappropriate to crack on ending jokes at the barrier of a young person you understand what i'm trying to say that very very easy to crack on unending jokes at the barrier of a young person so another fact is the age of the audience the age of the audience will determine the topic and diction of the speech delivering a speech on menopause is not relevant or appropriate to an audience made up of primary and secondary school students so this style of speech delivery to young people should be lively and interesting than one addressed to the age people for instance catch a phrase such as greatest nigerian student greatest nationalite could be used to start a speech addressing Nigerian English students. Also, the speech must be relevant to the current situation in the actual situational context. Uh, a speech on, uh, on let me just say, the devaluation of Nigerian cowries is obsolete and irrelevant as cowries are no longer the legal tender in Nigeria now. So it's just the past. So you need to like uh, make use of the fact of the age of the audience before you pick up the topic so another thing is the gender of the audience so the gender of the majority of the expected audience should be considered as the pre-delivery and even delivery stages so the speech titled being a virtuous human is actually in a appropriate at a human conference so if you are trying to use this kind of topic in a general uh in a general speech making where there is the male and the female is actually very very unhandy because the male will feel left out so another thing is the racial the religion and the ethical background of the audience so it is important that a speaker considers the beliefs and ideologies of his expected audience it will be unacceptable to speak to a christian audience about the benefit of having two wives and it's advisable that the speaker should use some in-group identity markers of his audience and this is this could make him have a better reception from them 
all right and the last one is the um educational status of the audience educational service audience and what should be selected based on the educational status of the audience for instance uh a speech targeted at the association of ojaoba market women should be in simple english because ojaoba is a place where there are so many uneducated people there are so many uneducated women old women who are selling at the market so we can't use a uh, big vocabulary english for them because they won't even understand what i'm trying to say and the goal of a speech is to communicate so once they don't understand what you're trying to say you're actually not making any kind of communication so nigerian pigeon or the wider language of the immediate environment in order to carry the audience along you need to use the pigeon language they understand if it's you're in yoruba context you need to use the yoruba and if you are in an evil group you need to make use of the evil so you actually meet the goal of communication so and the use of registers and jargons are highly necessary when speaking to learning people who share similar educational background with the speaker as the chances of miscommunication and misunderstanding is slim based on the affordance provided by the common group between them because you guys understand each other you understand the level of educational status they are all right and here is where we'll be ending the today's uh, episode of Bashir Ibrahim Daily's podcast on speech writing and speech making. I hope I'm able to like give you a few tips and enlighten you about speech making and writing. And within the short period of time, we talked about the structure of speech writing, which reveals five basic components, which are the title or the heading, the salutation, the introduction, the body and the conclusion. So the language of speech must be civil, simple and uncontroversial and four speech delivery strategies. I discussed in this in this episode, which are the extemporaneous speech was recommended especially to students as it shows lecturers or examiners that the context of the speech has been well researched and mastered by such students. However, some occasion like inauguration speech by president usually does provide affordance for extemporaneous speech. When manuscript speech is to be used, it is very important that the speaker maintains regular eye contact while reading it. Alright, and here is where we'll be ending it, and that's just the summary of what we've talked about today. And the next episode, we'll be talking about, we're still on writing though, so we're talking about the report writing, a report writing, on our next episode, which our last episode, we talked about essay writing, and this episode, we talked about speech writing and making, and in our next episode, we'll be talking about report writing. Kindly give me a uh, subscription and turn on your notification so you won't miss the next episode. I'm still your host, Bashir Ibrahim, and thank you for listening to today's podcast by Bashir Ibrahim on the Bashir Ibrahim Daily Podcast. You're actually welcome. You're the VIP, and thanks for uh, giving me your support every time. Kindly repost this on your uh, on your social media platform, especially Instagram and your Facebook and your Twitter, and tag me at Bashir Ibrahim, and I'll surely give you a reply or stuff like that. And if you have any other question, you can actually message me on my WhatsApp, which is like the my WhatsApp number, which is uh, the Nigerian number plus two three four eight one zero zero two three six three six zero. All right, thank you, and have a good learning platform. Bye.